Welcome to With Heart and Wonder. This is a place for us to explore heart-centered living and to celebrate what it means to live with wonder, with awe and appreciation for the possibilities that are within us and around us. I'm Megan Johnston, and I am truly so honored and excited that you are here. Let's dive in and journey together. Oh, my friends, it has been far too long. If you don't follow me on social media or if you aren't on my email list, you may not know what I've been up to for the last six months. So let me fill you right in. It's been a real journey for me over the last few years and one that I've shared bits and pieces of here on the podcast a journey of working through post-traumatic stress disorder, non-epileptic seizures, and all of the complexities that go with navigating living life with those two conditions, and just the real like messiness of healing. Because healing does not happen in this like straight linear line. There's a whole lot of ups and downs along the way. And one of those deep valleys, those low lows, I actually experienced this past February. And I can paint a picture for you. I, at one point, was holding back tears on my couch talking about how The answer to all of my problems was to get a job at a bank, which felt for some reason like the most kind of stable um, antithesis to my current living. And when I shared this with my parents, actually, they lovingly pointed out that A, that would be completely unsuited to me and my personality. And B, was also, in fact, totally beyond my current capacity Um, while I was still healing. And, you know, as I've been working through trauma, it's being in public places, for instance, is not an easy task for me. Um, So, of course, working at a bank would, would make zero sense. So at the time, my parents actually proposed a alternative. (laughs) They said that they would support me in finding and funding a life coach so that I could come up with a better plan. And this led me down this like whole internet research rabbit hole of looking for somebody who would be a good fit. And in that process, I stumbled upon a life coaching training academy that just so deeply resonated with my whole being. And I have actually wanted to be a life coach and trained to be a life coach for 13 years. It has been a really long time that I have had this little sparkle inside my heart and this deep desire to be of service in this way. And over the course of 13 years, there's been a whole laundry list 
of reasons that I came up with for why it did not make sense. And I had everything you could think of from there's already far too many coaches in the world to like, who am I to act in this way? Especially when I was younger, because this dream of mine started when I was 19. There was this idea of like, who wants a 19 year old life coach? And over the years, I have researched many times different training institutes and just like never felt right. So when I stumbled upon the training page for the Beautiful You Coaching Academy back in February, there was this like inner knowing that this was it. This was my time, that it was time in this moment of lowest lows to finally answer the call of my heart that I had been doing a really good job of ignoring and compartmentalizing and pushing to the side. So I definitely held a conference meeting on Zoom (laughs) with Eric and my parents. Uh, My parents, because at the time, given the healing that I was going through and my limited capacity for, for work, they were providing some financial assistance to us in the short term. And I proposed that instead of getting a life coach, I should become one. I definitely had notes and everything, (laughs) a whole pitch planned. And I was like slightly taken aback when there were absolutely like zero questions or wonderings or even like, hey, should we think about this? When everybody was entirely on board and thought it was a great plan. So at that moment in time, I started to doubt myself. And even though I had that like strong whisper, that strong inner knowing, I started to doubt whether or not it was the next right step for me. So I did, in fact, pursue life coach training. It was a six month program, which started in May and has just been the most beautiful, transformative, affirming, confidence-boosting experience that surpassed my expectations in every way possible. And I thought that I would speak briefly today to the topic of fear and making friends with fear. And I'll also tell you a little bit about the ways in which my work is evolving and what you can expect as I return to the podcast with so much excitement and a deep desire to continue to have conversations that matter and that spark curiosity and compassion. So fear. Let's talk about this because fear is not just part of the story for why it took me 13 years to do life coach training. It is also part of the story for why it took me six months to come back to the podcast. What I'd love to touch on here 
is the oh-so-human tendency that so many of us have to push off the things that matter the most. Take a moment. And if you like, just get curious for a second if there's anything that you have been pushing off lately, in the last few weeks, months, maybe even years, something that deeply matters to you. It could be a deep desire, a calling, a little dream that you've shoved to the side. We have this oh-so-human habit of pushing things off. And while there are so, so many reasons as unique as each and every one of us, the thread that weaves its way through them all is usually fear. Now, it could be a fear that when we actually lean into these deep desires, we'll discover that they aren't as fulfilling, meaningful, or joyful as we thought. What happens if when we lean in to the thing that we always thought we wanted, we don't actually like it? That was one of my like real concerns. I'd had this vision for 13 years about how much I wanted this ache inside me to step into this role of life coaching what I thought that looked like. And I was so, on a very subconscious level, this was, this was not something I was actively thinking about, but there was this subconscious worry of like, oh shoot, what if I go through all of this and it's not it? And then I'm even more lost than when I was before. Or there can also be a fear that will fail. What if I go through this and I'm not actually good at it? What if I graduate and after listening to the call of my heart to pursue this path, what happens if I fail? And I'll share with you, I'm like, I am actually a little bit terrified. (laughs) The voice of fear inside me is terrified. But I know that that is the voice of my fear and that I have the tools to move through her. And so I'd love to share with you today one of my very biggest takeaways from my training with the Beautiful You Coaching Academy. The antidote to fear is action. And this is what makes coaching so magical. It's what coaching is all about, marrying that beautiful, deep, embodied, intuitive, heart-centered reflection with action that gets us out of our heads, builds our confidence, and puts us into momentum, that taking of the first step. And it doesn't have to be radical or huge or be so daunting that like we go into this whole body shutdown. But it's what little step can I take that feels compassionate and curious, an action deeply grounded in love for the person that I am and the person that I am becoming. One little action. I was thinking 
a little bit about this today because I have a pretty terrible procrastination habit. And it's one of the things that has been so enlightening as I've journeyed through the coach training program, which of course there was a lot of self-reflection as part of that. And getting really compassionate and curious with myself about the things that I push off and why and when. And what are the reasons under underlying that when this happens? And so this morning, actually, I was just thinking about how many times, and I don't know if anyone else does this, but I put something in my calendar, in this case, recording this very podcast episode that you are listening to. And then I just like shift it a day and then another day and then another day. And then before you know it, it's been weeks and months. <laughs> and there was a little bit of a conscious choice for me to step back from the podcast for those first few months of training. But there have also been a whole lot of weeks, you know, going back probably to the end of the summer, the beginning of September, where I fully intended to come back to the microphone and create an episode. I was pushing off something that mattered to me. And one of the things that Julie Parker, who is the founder of the Beautiful You Coaching Academy, talks about is reframing fear as a love tap. And I love this visual so much of fear tapping you on the shoulder with love. This idea that like, hey, you're afraid right now because this really matters to you. That we can view fear not as something that we need to be afraid of. You don't have to fear your fear, but that we can engage with fear, even make friends with fear, and really celebrate the beautiful gift that it can give us of highlighting, shining a light on the things that really matter. Now you don't have to do it alone. Making friends with fear is something that absolutely starts with you, but it's something that we can all support each other in. And in this podcast, in the weeks and months to come, we're going to keep exploring how we can be in thoughtful and intentional action to bring our dreams and desires to life, to create that brings us one step closer towards that which we desire. And so I wanted to share with you that, that my work has changed ever so slightly. And I say that because for me, it's not so much different as it is an evolution or even a deeper becoming. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that some of the big juicy topics that we've explored have been around rest and space and the power of slowing down 
this message of the radical potential for rest is something I so wholeheartedly believe in and it's like deeply woven into my DNA. And I'll still be teaching restorative yoga, holding space for others to be still. And one of the things that has always really mesmerized me about rest and and one of the reasons I think it can be so potent and transformative and healing and magical is that when we let ourselves rest, we let ourselves tap in to our creativity. And it's this relationship between rest and creativity that has always been at the heart of my work. But this creative cycle and how we can really honor those little sparks inside of us, how we can unlock our creative flow to create whatever is on our heart, this is going to be something that we're going to talk about a whole lot more. And so I am so delighted to be back. I'm so delighted to be able to share with you some incredible episodes soon with some amazing guests. You can expect episodes every other week. And if you'd like to connect with me in between, Or if you're looking for more support on your journey at this moment in time, head on over to MeganJohnston.com. I have opened my very first six spots for life coaching clients. And I would absolutely be honored to support you if you feel that calling in your heart. Until we meet again, keep living with heart and wonder.